Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. You guys, let's bring in Greg Jarrett. Of course, you know him as the Fox News legal analyst. Definitely one of the best ones out there. He has a new book out. It is called The Constitution of the United States and Other Patriotic Documents. Greg Jarrett, your reaction to he's an elderly man with a poor memory, so give him a break excuse. Yeah, I mean, this is a scary report, and every American should be alarmed, and they should read it. Uh, and it should be the death knell to Biden's reelection. I mean, it basically says we can't prosecute him because he's a doddering old fool incapable of remembering much of anything. And therefore, we can't possibly prove his willfulness or intent, which are necessary elements of the crime. So the report calls him. This is really stunning. And I'm quoting here. A sympathetic, well-meaning, elderly man with a poor memory, end of quote. Then they go on to recite how Biden struggled to read his own notebook entries and, quote, did not remember when he was vice president. He actually had to ask the interviewers, when was I vice president? And, you know, look, some of the classified material involves Afghanistan, but Biden could not recall the vigorous debate over Afghanistan. It was a total blank. His his brain seems vacuous of events, times, and places, and the report says it only grew worse over time. So, you know, this is the guy who wants to run for another four years. I mean, I think this report is compelling evidence that the 25th Amendment needs to be invoked, that Biden's mental infirmities are now so severe that he is functionally incapacitated under the meaning of that amendment. Wow. So explain the 25th Amendment. We know what it is, but that is saying that he just can no longer fulfill his duties. You feel it's that strong? Oh, I absolutely do. And members of the cabinet, I think, are duty bound uh, because they surely recognize this to bring about the process uh, whereby, you know, he can essentially be voted out of office. But then, of course, you are left with uh, Kamala Harris. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, I mean, which is even worse. So, you know, the, the America is in a bad place right now. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, Governor David Patterson has a question for you, Greg Jarrett. I, I had thought about that, Greg. The, the two-thirds of the cabinet can invoke the 25th Amendment, and then the president would just be either temporarily or permanently removed based on what the what the diagnosis of the condition was right and um and they they won't do it but i'll bet that um let's say if this was anybody else that, that people would think that because it's a little discouraging when someone doesn't remember that much 
Yeah, and, oh, and, okay. and also, by the way, Greg, I want to highlight another thing uh, that both of you guys are talking about. Not only did he not remember, according to Robert Hur in the interview with the special counsel, which is a, an important moment, he didn't remember he, the years he started the vice presidency, the years he ended, he didn't remember the year his son that he always talks about, uh, Bo, that his son died. Uh, yeah. I mean, that there are some very stunning details of what he claims he did not remember. Yeah, and, you know, he keeps saying over and over that Bo died in Iraq, which, of course, did not happen. Uh, you know, he can't remember the French president currently, but only dead past presidents, uh, including uh, Helmut Kohl, who died years ago. I mean, he's talking to dead people, and he's repeating these stories. And, you know, as I say, this is alarming. Uh, let me say one other thing. You know, uh, the report suggests Biden shouldn't be prosecuted because he cooperated and consented uh, to the searches. That is not a defense under the law. I'll give you an example. If cops knock on a bank robber's door and he, he foolishly allows him inside where they see stolen cash, that doesn't erase the robber's crimes. The defense can't argue Gee, my client must be innocent because a guilty person would never agree to a search. You'd be laughed out of court. But, but yeah, right. and, and also, by the way, to this point, he also there were multiple searches of the location. So suddenly he said, oh, I handed everything over. I'm actually going to even dispute what Robert Hur was saying, because remember, the record was, Greg, they first searched some of his locations. Surprise, surprise. They found documents. Then they went back again. How does that sound like they kept finding it over multiple times? That yeah. doesn't sound like someone who was willfully cooperating. Uh, Governor if, Patterson, if, if this were a criminal case and someone is accused of committing a crime and and before you can try them, they don't seem to have the capacity to represent themselves. Um, that's called fitness to proceed. So they're found unfit to proceed. Then the process goes on without them. But I, I just don't understand how they could assert that a jury we think will make him not guilty. So that's why uh, we're not going to try. But uh, I'm having trouble with this, Greg. Can, what year did I start out as governor? <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, David, we'll look it up for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the date today? What's the date today? Uh, Judge Weinberg. Greg, what also troubles me is what you were alluding to, the double standard here. The whole reason, that, according to Jack Smith, is that they're going after Trump on the document retention is he didn't cooperate sufficient to his point of view. As right. a, and that's, as you point out, it's not a defense. And, no. and Trump had an, argue, an argument there, the Presidential Records Act. Yeah, exactly. I, I was talking about this with Sean Hannity last night on his program. The the Federal uh, Records Act allows custody and control of a former president over classified documents. Um, you know, they, Jack Smith has ignored that, and he's also charged Trump with obstruction because he didn't cooperate. He didn't have to. The Department of Justice policy for the last two decades has been that a former president can keep whatever he wants. And it's the Clinton standard. Uh, and, you know, Bill Clinton also resisted. And, and yet the Department of Justice actually defended him in court and a federal judge agreed he could resist. Fast forward Donald Trump. They charge him with obstruction for doing exactly what Bill Clinton did. This is yet another example of the two-tiered system of justice that's dependent on party affiliation.
Yeah, absolutely. Before we let you go, Greg, of course, uh, really quick 14th Amendment case. This was whether Trump can be on the ballot or not at the Supreme Court. Uh, let us know uh, real quick your thoughts on how you think that went. Well, this is probably the easiest case Supreme Court has ever faced. It's a no-brainer. It should be unanimous. I said so last night. And the questions posed by the liberal justices who seem to be defending Donald Trump uh, suggests that this is is going to be a very quick and easy decision. Yeah, I thought so, too. Elena Kagan, I thought, was really great. She was, like, really yeah, well, tough. Well, they're probably paving the way to be tough on Trump in later cases. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. yeah you're right. You're right. Um, Greg Jarrett, thank you very much. We always love having you here, especially on such a big breaking news day. Thank you, Greg Jarrett. My pleasure. Thank you so much.